y'all, it's Amelia Rose and welcome to Ceylon Me. I hope you're doing great. I hope you're having a good week and surprise because we have a guest episode, which we do not have very often and I'm trying to be better at that. I'm trying to book guests. It just takes a lot of emailing and scheduling and all that, but I'm very excited because we have a guest. So that's really great. But before that, I am going to just tell you a little bit about this week. I think I'm going to skip obsessions because uh, I don't want to keep it too long before we hear from the guest. Um, but anyway, um, this week was really good. This week was actually very, very nice. Work was really great. Uh, not much to report there. I went to a women's conference this Friday uh, or last Friday, I guess, when you're listening to it. I went to the women's conference uh and it was downtown and it was really nice it was just like the morning and so I went with some of my coworkers, and that was really fun I loved walking downtown and just kind of seeing what all was going on and just getting out of the office for a little bit and kind of being inspired by the different speakers there were there was a panel uh so there were panelists and then there was a keynote speaker and it was just really fun I just really enjoyed it kind of centered me, made me feel a little bit more like, okay, refocus, like, what do you want out of your career, and, you know, how are you going to achieve your goals, and all of that, so it was very motivating, which is great. Something else that was very motivating was Wednesday night, I went to go talk at the Interdisciplinary Studies, uh, Professional Studies Department at uh, University of South Alabama, which is where I went to college, that is my department that I was in, um, and so I got to talk about my internships and just kind of see my professors again. I talked at an event that they did, and that was really fun. Public speaking is not necessarily my strong suit. You would think it would be because I have a podcast, but no, uh, but it is a lot of fun. I do enjoy it, and I am trying to get better. I'm really trying to actively like get better at public speaking, which means not saying like, which I just said, but anyway, that was really fun, and I enjoyed that, and then the weekend was really good, and I don't really have much to report there, and it was great. Honestly, that's about it. I made chai cookie dough for uh, to freeze for a book club that I'm doing in October, which is exciting. Uh, it's like next week or something, and then I don't know what else I did. Like, I don't know. That's it. So, very chill, uneventful week but a very good week. So yeah, things are going to start picking up at work. So I'm really trying to embrace these like weeks where I feel just the pace is really good and I'm not being like super, like it's not super busy, but it is very productive and productively busy. Like I still always have things to do, but I'm not like fighting for my life. Like there are some seasons... (laughs) where that is true. So anyway, that was a short little intro, a short little recap. So the guest that I have on today, I have been watching her YouTube channel, I feel like for a couple of years now. And I remember she just popped up on my, I guess it's not called for you page, my explore page on YouTube. And I saw like five videos of hers and I was like, I gotta subscribe and I gotta figure out, they were like shorts and I gotta figure out what her deal is and so she's very cool her name is Lucia Cordero and she is a youtuber from Chicago and she makes a lot of week in her life vlogs and she eats gluten-free so she'll include some of that and she's just a really cool like post-grad youtuber she started her youtube channel in college and I'll let her tell you about that um in a second but she has 
really grown post-grad and as someone in post-grad I really enjoy her videos so without further ado let's get to Lucia's interview all right everybody we have Lucia here hi guys <laughs> so Lucia you have a YouTube channel and you do a lot of social media so tell us kind of how how you got started and when yeah totally um so yeah, I started my YouTube channel senior year of college. Um, I went to Northwestern University in Evanston and I got my job in advertising like all set up and ready to go. And I was just like looking for something more to do with my time because I feel like that consumed like all of my time the first semester of college of my senior year of college. Um, and I always loved like video editing. I was a film major in college, so I was just looking for a creative outlet. So I just kind of randomly, spontaneously started my channel. I posted Northwestern vlogs, clothing hauls, and like all about Northwestern videos and stuff. Um, so that was in 2021. I feel old. <laughs> yeah, I kind of just kept going. I stopped for a little bit for a few months on YouTube in 2022 because I started my TikTok and that started to really take off. So I was focusing more on growing my TikTok. And then in like May of 2022, I was like, you know, I really like YouTube so much better. So I want to dedicate more time to YouTube. So I started trying to post once a week on YouTube around that time. And then in 2023, in January, I was like, I need to like really focus even more on my YouTube. So then I started posting twice a week on YouTube and I haven't missed too many uploads this year. So it's been going pretty good so far. <laughs> That's great. I remember when I first saw your channel, I think it was through maybe a YouTube shorts or something, yeah. but you know how the al algorithm will just like pick up something and then it'll keep feeding it to you. It ended up doing that with your channel. And I was like, wait, okay. So I've seen like five videos of this girl. I need to like see her YouTube channel. And then, so I watched more of your like long form content and was just like, mm -hmm. it's like you're a normal girl doing nine to five, like all of that, but like so engaging and it's so relatable to me, like as person who has a nine to five has a creative thing on the side and is just like having fun and you know working and all that it's just so fun I think we're the same age you're 24 right yeah yeah I'm 24 yeah so it's super fun to see somebody just like I don't know sometimes I don't relate to the youtubers who don't have like jobs because I'm like wait well I wish I had a whole day you know <laughs> like uh so it's really fun to see somebody who has you know, the nine to five and it's just the vlogging it. And it's so interesting to watch. Oh, yay. Thank you for saying that. That makes me happy. Yeah. I feel like shorts honestly is really what um, helped my YouTube channel grow the most. And then people saw my shorts because I was getting more reach and then they started watching my long form vlogs. So mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So what do you do for work? You said advertising, but can you kind of go into that? Yeah, so my title is Digital Media Campaign Manager. I actually just started a new job at a new company three months ago, and I work in-house in advertising at a retailer, um, and I'm kind of more on, like, the technical side of advertising, so I'm doing, like, optimizations and just kind of, like, managing campaigns um, with a whole team. There's a lot of cooks in the kitchen, um, and... That's, that's what I do. <laughs> that's cool. And I've seen a recurring theme throughout your content, which is like you vlog a lot about like a work week in your life or whatever, but something that you have put forward that I really enjoy is uh, working to live and not living to work. So go into that, like how do you keep a work-life balance and still have time for like exercise and having fun and just doing social things? Yeah, totally. 
Um, yeah, and you're so right. I love my job, but like at the end of the day, it's a job. It's not like my whole entire life. So yeah, I really stand by the working to live, working to live concept. Um, yeah, I mean, the biggest thing in terms of exercising is just scheduling workout classes during the week, like on Sunday nights before the work week starts, I like go on my laptop, I look at my schedule, I like sync my Google calendar, like my personal calendar and social calendar and events calendar with content creation with my work calendar. I look at where my calls are when I'm going to be in the office and I plan my workout classes and I try really hard to stick to that schedule. And for me, just like paying for a monthly membership and scheduling those classes really motivates me to work out and fit that in my schedule. And honestly, like I just love like fitness and working out so much. It's so good for my mental health. And I think that really like kickstarts my work-life balance because I find on like mornings that I don't get out of the apartment and work out and I'm just like rolling out of bed and then like going on to my computer, like still in my PJs. I feel like that kind of sets the tone for the rest of the day. And I don't want to do anything else except like lay in bed and rot. So honestly, it starts with Mm -hmm. just like scheduling a workout class and like getting out, being like even just a little bit social, even if it's just like saying hi to the person that's like checking me in at the workout class. And like, I don't know anyone else there. I feel like just that like one interaction sets the tone for the rest of the day. And then I'm more social and I feel more like calling my friends that live in New York or like going on more walks throughout the day because my body is already like in that mindset and mode. What are some of your favorite uh, workout classes to do? Um, I love bar. It's my favorite. I actually have a bar class today, later. I'm excited. <laughs> um, it's just like kind of like a mix of like yoga and like stretching and like dance, but also like it's not really like high intensity, but I don't know. I just love it. Have you taken bar? Or? I tried pure bar. Uh, I tried like their free trial class and it was kind of it's kind of embarrassing because there was somebody that I knew who was teaching the class oh. and I don't like to, I don't really like to exercise in front of people anyway, but workout classes are fine because everyone's just focused on themselves. But having the person I know be an instructor, I was like, oh gosh. And it was lots of tiny little movements and just like isolation. And it was great. And I love the workout, but it was so difficult. And like my legs were shaking and she was actually a really good instructor. I'd never seen her in that sphere of being like an instructor, but she was like, if your legs are shaking, it's like, whenever I would start to doubt myself, like, is this normal? She'd be like, if your legs are shaking, that is normal. And so she would just pop in with her thoughts and just, you know, she could maybe just read it on my face. I'm not very good at giving my facial uh, expressions in check, (laughs) but it was fun. I liked it. I just can't justify a membership to pure bar though it can be really expensive yeah no totally I feel like a lot of the big chains are really expensive I go to like a kind of local boutique studio so I feel like that's the way to go if any of your listeners can find that like wherever they live um but yeah that's really neat I I really kind of want a gym membership especially like for the reasons you were saying just the social aspect of like I'm getting out and I'm doing stuff but there's nothing really near me that I'm interested in and nothing near my work that I'm interested in so I'm kind of been going back and forth like do I get a gym membership I just got a walking pad I was gonna say I saw your video on your walking pad um how have you been liking it oh my gosh I love it it's the best it's just like especially um you live in Alabama right Uh so it doesn't get like too cold in the winter where you can like still go outside but I got it mainly for the Chicago winters for when I'm working from home and I don't want to leave the apartment and I just want to like walk at least at some point during the workday and yeah I love it I love using it for big like 
all hands team calls. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have that at your magazine where there's just like a call where you don't really have to say anything. We just have to listen and like, I just like keeping myself busy by walking during those. Yeah, we go into the office like five days a week. So unfortunately, unfortunately, I can't bring my walking pad to work. Um, but I really have loved it. And it's kind of funny about it for the summer because I was like, it's gonna be way too hot and I prefer walking I can't do like super intense like hit like anything like that I like actually get like a reaction it's, it's horrible and so I'm just like I really have always liked walking but I'm not gonna do it if it's you know super hot outside so I got it for the summers and it's been great that's funny that you have to get it for the summers and I have to get it for the winters <laughs> mm-hmm. so you have been kind of documenting like your wellness journey and I guess that includes exercise but maybe also diet. So like, how did you start getting into like really taking care of your wellness? Because this past November-ish was when I was really like, okay, we're really gonna like get into my diet and my exercise and everything. And I've felt so many benefits. Yeah, totally. I feel like I got into it around the time where I was graduating college and I was like trying to build a life for myself in the city. Um, And I feel like in college, like, I feel like kind of like, a lot of people I was just so focused on like partying and having fun because that's like the era of life that you're in and then in post-grad I was like okay I need to like focus more on my health and wellness and like working out drinking less and all that stuff um and I feel like it really got kick-started because I went to my celiac doctor so I have celiac um which basically means I have to have a gluten-free diet and she's basically like okay, like you're not following your gluten-free diet like 100%, like you need to work on this. So I was like, oh my God, like I need to be way more conscious of what I'm putting into my body. Like for one, just because like, I mean, everyone should be thinking about those things, but also because of like having celiac and needing to be like a little bit more diligent about that sort of thing. So I forget exactly when that was. It was sometime last year though. And I was like, okay, I really need to start like taking this more seriously. Um So yeah, and then I think like with that, whenever you're like fueling your body with good foods and that kind of like complements like waking up early and working out and like getting full eight hours of sleep, I feel like honestly sleep has been the biggest thing with my wellness journey because I feel like I used to just not even think about sleep. I'd be like, okay, I have a final tomorrow. Like I'm going to sleep like two hours and like I wouldn't even think about it being bad for me. I was just like, oh, just have coffee. Like it's not a big deal. And then I started listening to more like wellness podcasts and they were talking so much about sleep and how it's not like, like you can't catch up on sleep. Like you have to get kind of like in a rhythm. And like, if you get like four hours of sleep one night and then like 15 hours of sleep the next night, like it doesn't even out. You kind of have to like be in like a schedule with that. So that's been one of my biggest goals um, this year is just trying to get eight hours of sleep every single night. Um, And yeah, just trying to be more like intuitive with my body and yeah taking care of it more it took me a long I feel like at least a solid six months to really nail down a morning routine that I really liked and I still live at home so I don't have as much like I'm not like completely on my own but I was like the morning and my work time and then my night routine is kind of like mine but especially my morning routine I'm like I can get up whenever I need to and get whatever I need to done and so I I kept wanting to like cycle and exercise 
because I feel like in college I didn't really get into exercising that much. I would do it like each semester just differently, but for me, I really love having a routine and I never quite got into that because your classes are always changing and you never really know from one semester to the other, like what's happening. And so I would go to like the college gym, but when I started getting into work and I was like, okay, it's going to be like this for a while. Let me try and nail down something that I really like. And uh, it took me a while. And I, I know I did like an episode on my morning routine when I felt like it was solid. And then maybe like three months later, I was like, here's my updated morning routine because it changed a lot. And like, I like it better now. And so <laughs> it's always changing, but I'm I'm happy with the emphasis on exercise, also like my diet and stuff, but especially getting really consistent exercise in has been something that I've just kind of proved to myself I can do it. Once I've taken the scheduling out of it, I just kind of am like, okay, it's my time. Like we're going to do it and all of that. So that's been really nice. Yeah. No, I love that. I feel like mine is constantly evolving too. Cause like it's the same like foundations, like, okay, like a nice, like yummy breakfast, maybe like some caffeine and like movement. But like, I mean, I feel like we're humans, like we get tired of stuff so easily. <laughs> so like, you might start like hating one workout that you loved for years and then you can mm. watch something else or like I love coffee but I've been trying to incorporate more matcha recently like there's always fun changes to spice it up yeah and I love when the season changes like I felt like I was really into matcha during the summer and then now that it's like getting to be fall and all of that even though it's like does not feel really like fall in Alabama right now um I just been into like more kind of coffee and adding some cinnamon or whatever in. So it's kind of nice to take your core, like gotta have whatever drink I have in the morning, but like changing it up every once in a while. So that's been super fun. I love changing up drinks in the fall today. I got the, um, I'm like still drinking it. I'm the queen of like taking 10 hours to finish coffee. Um, but it's the pumpkin cream cold brew. I don't know if you've had that. It's like the most basic drink. So I feel like everyone's had it, but it was my first time trying it today. And it, it's so good. I actually haven't had it. I'm more of like a Dunkin' person, but I got their pumpkin spice latte last Friday and it was really good. Like the Dunkin' by, um, well in my area mm-hmm. is not the best. Like I think because the workers like never I have a method where I have to go inside and tell them what I want because like there's some sort of miscommunication if you do it on the app and it, or if you do it um drive through I don't know why they just like forget what you say and they like don't make it right or something uh but it was really good I really really like I was surprised sometimes I feel like things are like too sweet or whatever but I got it with oat milk and it was just really good Ooh, nice. Yeah, I've been really into oat milk recently. It's so creamy and delicious. It is. It's really good. Um, But speaking of food, you have celiac. No, I don't have celiac, but I do eat gluten-free. I would say majority of the time, whenever I can. Um, And I probably should do it more because gluten just doesn't agree with me. But sometimes I'm like, I mean, I'm not allergic, so I end up eating it. But what are your favorite, like, gluten-free? Do you have any staples or, like, any tips on eating gluten-free? Because I know I've posted about it before. And so I know some of my listeners are like, oh, talk more about that. Yeah, totally. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm not the best cook. I also feel like living in a city, I am eating out like a fair amount whenever I go into the office. We're always doing like team lunches and stuff like that. But I feel like recently in terms of gluten-free products, I've honestly been more into just like naturally gluten-free products, like fresh fruits, like yogurt i use this like dairy for yogurt because i also i'm kind of like 
dairy like how you are with gluten like i'm not allergic to it or anything but it just like makes me feel better if i'm dairy free um so i've been really into like making these yogurt parfaits in the morning the past couple of months and i just use this dairy free yogurt strawberries blueberries sometimes any other fruit that i have and chia seeds and flax seeds um and that's like a really yummy just like naturally gluten-free breakfast um i love i'm trying to think of the brand i think it's canyon bakehouse they have some good like gluten-free bagels and gluten-free breads and stuff because i do love like avocado sandwiches and toast and stuff like that yeah so i'm trying to just like have more like natural gluten-free foods instead of like packaged gluten-free foods because i feel like for the longest time for convenience i was just having like all these frozen packaged gluten-free foods and i'm trying to like steer more away from that and just have like natural like salmon or chicken and rice and stuff like that so Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the packaged stuff, if it says gluten-free, it's like so tempting because you're like, oh my gosh, it's good for me. But it's like, it's not. It's just gluten-free. Um, yeah. But no, I, I get jealous sometimes of your like Trader Joe's um, videos because we don't have a Trader Joe's around here. Um, mm-hmm. I think there was a whole Facebook campaign to get a Trader Joe's around here. And I don't know that it ever went anywhere because we used to have a Whole Foods and it closed down. And so everyone's like, oh, well, we should get Trader Joe's. And I was really on that train. And they just haven't ever, you know, brought it here. But um, I always see whenever I go out of town and there's a Trader Joe's, I'm always like, oh, my gosh, I have to go and get, like, whatever gluten-free thing there is. I think they had these pumpkin bagels. I went last fall to Charleston. Yeah, I went with my sister to Charleston. And so they had a Trader Joe's. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, we need to go. And so they had these pumpkin bagels. <laughs> and I remember, like, packing them in my suitcase. Like, I had one for, like, breakfast one day. But I was like, I'm going to pack these in my suitcase and hope it's okay. Um, and so I had, like, all this, like, Trader Joe's stuff in my suitcase coming home on the plane. And I was hoping that they would, like, keep it in there. Um, but no, super bum. Did they let you bring it through? They did. Oh. Yeah, everything was still there. And it was, like, stuff that probably... I shouldn't have packed. It was, like, stuff that had been opened but then, like, resealed or something. And I was, like, I'm going to get in so much trouble. It was also my first time flying. And so I was, like, I was, like, you know, whatever. They might throw it out. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. I flew Labor Day weekend um, to meet my family. And my brother was getting engaged, so we were, like, having, like, a celebration for him. So I brought this candle that had, like, stuff for their engagement engraved on the outside. And I didn't know that you weren't supposed to bring candles like through TSA security. And luckily my agent was like super nice, but I literally had this like candle from homesick and it was like engraved and everything. And it was in this like huge, like USPS mm-hmm. box, like fully wrapped. Like I haven't even unwrapped it or like taken it out of the packaging yet. And <laughs> it took this poor lady like 15 minutes to like unbox it. Cause like you can't touch it. Like they have to like be the ones mm-hmm. to like, touch it and like test it or whatever. Um, yeah, so it's always tricky figuring yeah. out what you can and can't bring. <laughs> TSA can be scary, and I feel like when my sisters, who is, like, she just looks sweet, and so I guess they think she's has something to hide or whatever, but she always gets pulled aside to, like, be searched or, you know, patted down or something, and we're like, what happened, Sophie? <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, but, so you live in Chicago, um, so how did you choose... Chicago and then also like what's your favorite part about living in a big city yeah totally um so I feel like I didn't necessarily like choose Chicago but I went to school in Evanston which is like a really close suburb of Chicago like the closest suburb 
Um, and honestly, when I was just recruiting for jobs, a lot of companies in Chicago come to my school just because it's so close. Um, so it just kind of was like a natural move to move from Evanston to Chicago. It felt really easy. I thought though that I like knew what it was like to live in Chicago when I was living in Evanston. And then like when you move from the suburbs to like downtown, it is so different. Um, but yeah, and I've just really liked it. I don't think it'll be my forever home, but for now, like my boyfriend is here. I've have like a support system that I've built here. So I really like it for early in my career. I think like living in a big city, I feel like Chicago is like a really good spot for people in their early twenties because it's not as like <laughs> toxic, I guess, as like New York or LA, like the stories that you hear. And like, I'm sure those are great places to live too, but I feel like it's, a, it has more of like a Midwestern charm. And like, I'm also from the South, I'm from Louisiana. So it kind of gives similar vibes of like, people are pretty nice. Like no one's really, you know, like yelling at you on the street or anything like that. Like you see in like the movies about New York or whatever. Um, so yeah, it's been a good place for the past couple of years to start my career. It's definitely been interesting because I started my job fully remote. So I'm kind of, Sometimes I'm just like in the city, but it's like, I don't actually have to be here because I'm not going into an office every day. Um, but now I've started going into the office like once a week, which is a good balance. Um, and yeah, my favorite thing is honestly probably the food. There's like so many gluten-free options here, which is amazing. And it's such like a foodie city. That's super fun. I'm always like looking whenever we're on vacation, I'm like, okay, well, like first thing, where are we going to eat? Like, yeah need to know what the food's like and everything. Um, but so you started your YouTube channel when you were in college. So how did that content shift go? Um, for me, I feel like my senior year, I started the podcast right before my junior year. And so senior year, I was talking about college all the time because I was like, I am not going to be here anymore. And I might as well be that college podcaster while I can. And then I'll transition to like the postgrad podcaster but did you notice a shift in your content or did you find more of a niche when you graduated or how did that work yeah I mean for the first few months my YouTube channel was super northwestern and college focused I was kind of the same I was like I wish I'd started this YouTube channel earlier because like there's so much college content that you can do on YouTube mm -hmm. and I feel like it's such a thing yeah. on YouTube to like be like a college week in my life vlogger and all this stuff um so I was definitely just trying to squeeze out like as much college content as I could and it was also just fun because like I'm so glad I started it when I did because now I have all that like documentation of my senior spring which was like yep. the most fun time ever um so yeah and then when I graduated I wasn't super consistent with posting anymore because I was kind of in like a limbo stage like I was still living in my college apartment, but I was like graduated and working my full-time job and like in the process of moving. Um, so yeah, and then I kind of took a break and did more TikTok stuff. So then I feel like when I started up again, I was kind of more in my own, in like my post-grad world. So I just kind of started vlogging more about like my nine to five and my life outside of it, my hobbies and everything. Um, so yeah, it just kind of, I mean, since I do a lot of vlog content, it's really like natural to kind of shift like that because obviously I'm not going to vlog anything about college when that's not what I'm doing um so yeah yeah sometimes uh I'll get suggestions for podcast episodes that people want to they want to see they basically just want me to film a video um and so I'm like ah, oh, but 
some of the stuff on YouTube doesn't translate over to podcast, and so I know I've had to be a little more creative with the podcast. Like, sometimes I will get inspiration from YouTube and be like, oh, I would love to transition this into something that I could podcast about. And so I do look to a lot of, like, 9 to 5 videos and stuff because I love talking about work and about, like, post-grad life because I feel like that is such an audience. Um, And I know a lot of the people that I look to now are young women in their careers and, like, the beginning years of their careers post-grad trying to, you know, establish themselves and, like, establish their lives. Um, So it's just kind of interesting. I know my my podcast did really shift. And for the first couple of episodes when I was like, oh, I'm working, whatever, I was trying not to – I don't know, I wasn't completely owning it because it felt it are, it felt new and it felt weird. But now I'm kind of like, yeah, work was great. Every update that I have like includes some sort of like, oh yeah, here's what I did at work uh, type of thing. So it feels a lot more natural to me. But what are your favorite kinds of videos to do? Just kind of like weeks in your life, like random weeks or weeks with like a specific, like I saw your walking pad video um, and that kind of had that angle to it. Yeah, totally. Um, I love my working to live work week in my life vlogs the best. Sometimes I do just like regular work week in my life vlogs if like that week there's not too much fun going on. Um, But yeah, I love the work to live vlogs just because I feel like those weeks are the most fun in my real life. So they're the most fun to share. And I feel like I have the most things to talk about. Um, Yeah, I mean, I just love like connecting with my audience. I feel like they really do know me, you know, like as much as you can, like within social media Um, and just like being super honest about what's going on in my life. Cause I feel like everyone is kind of going through very similar experiences when they're, when they're in this life stage. Um, And yeah, I just like YouTube cause I'm able to chat more and like talk about things honestly. And I feel like I've gotten comments where people are like, oh my God, like this helped me feel so seen today or I'm like feeling the exact same thing. And I just like having that sort of connection instead of just like showing people what I'm doing, but really like talking about like how I'm feeling or like, oh my God, this big change happened. Like I'm feeling really nervous or I'm feeling really excited. Um, Yeah. So that's probably my favorite content to make. I love just like vlogs that don't really have like a specific theme besides like working to live or like whatever that week is um Mm -hmm. because then I can just kind of like be myself and talk about whatever comes up that week I'm not like okay I need to only talk about my walking pad today (laughs) no I love I love vlogs that are just like oh a week in my life like Mm -hmm. let's just see what happens um because it just kind of makes me feel like okay everybody else is just having like normal weeks or weeks where like oh I do something here and there or whatever um because I feel like I don't relate as much to I love videos where people are like, oh, come on this trip with me or something. I love travel vlogs and all of that. But when that's all it is, I'm like, okay, like, your life is fabulous and I'm just trying to, like, you know, um, like, you're going on another brand trip or something. And so I really relate more to the content that is more reflective of my life. Like, I'll have, you know, a girls' night here and, like, do something fun on the weekend there, but I'm not doing something all the time that is, like, super fabulous and flashy and just like you know once in a lifetime opportunity every single day um but what are what are your favorite things to do during the week um like after work or before work or whatever yeah um this summer just like spending time outside was like 
my favorite thing ever. So just like going on as many walks as possible. Um, I've just started running again, which is a really fun, like before work, after work activity. Um, and I started running with my boyfriend because we're actually running a race tomorrow. So it's fun to get to do that with him. Um, That's exciting. Yeah, it should be good. I'm I'm not ready, but it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've always wanted to be like a run runner girl but I just I cannot like it's I mean I would like to try but at the same time I just like do not think that me and running mix very well you should like honestly I feel like on social media everyone is like running like marathons and like all this crazy stuff which is like so not for me but like even just running like a mile at like the slowest like jogging pace I feel like it's just it just makes you feel so accomplished afterwards like you don't have to be super you know, fast or anything. I would like to prove to myself that I could do it, but I'm still not sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I bet you could do it. I feel like you'd be surprised, like, how far you can actually go. But that'll be on my to-do list. I gotta actually, like, bite the bullet and try it out. Yeah, yeah. It's good for confidence building, because you're, like, like, after the run, you just, like, feel like, okay, like, I did that. Like, now I can do, like, anything else that comes my way today at work or anything. Oh, so I meant to ask you. So... I get this question a lot from uh, my listeners. Um, what is something, what's one tip post-grad that you can tell people? Um, sorry, the sun is so bright. I've been trying to like back up for like so long. Um, but what is one tip that you can give young women post-grad on anything, like establishing routines, your work-life balance, trying to find hobbies, any of that? Like what's something that you've learned that you can share? Um. I think it's just like give yourself time at first. I feel like the first year post-grad is honestly so overwhelming and like you're kind of trying to balance like your college self and your new self and find new friends and you might be in a new city and there's just a lot going on. Um, So I would say just like, you know, try to manage that as best as you can. If you can find like your routine and your hobbies in that time period, like amazing. That was definitely not the case for me. I feel like my week looks so different than it did just like a year ago. Um, But yeah, I mean, I would say like something I did recently was I started up acting classes <laughs> for the first time in like four years. So like I did acting when I was younger and I just like totally stopped four years ago, like cold turkey and like haven't done it at all since. Um, And it was kind of just like one of those hobbies and activities from my childhood that I thought it'd be fun to get back into because Outside of that, I haven't done like any sort of hobbies post-grad besides like fitness and fitness is a great hobby, but it's also kind of one of those things that like you sort of like have to do to take care of yourself. So it's fun to have like something else in addition to that that's like just pure fun um, or like on the side, like so separate from your work. Um, so yeah, I would say like if you're feeling like a void or like you want to start up something again, I feel like maybe think back to like a hobby that you had when you were a kid and see if there's like a class you can sign up for or just like get a group of friends together and like do something like if you were a dancer you could just like get together with like a few of your old dance friends or make new friends that used to dance and like host your own classes together like you don't even have to pay for it um something like that or just like finding something totally new like I have a lot of friends that do rec like sports leagues in town um and I know that's like a super fun thing so yeah, I feel like finding a hobby outside of work is honestly 
so fun because like I feel like that's what everyone's used to growing up and in college like there's so many activities all the time that are just like there for you so I feel like finding your own version of that is really helpful yeah that's been an emphasis that I've had I think this past over this past year of just like even if I don't stick to one thing I just want to be able to do things that I enjoy outside of work like I don't know that I have like one hobby necessarily besides maybe podcasting but just emphasizing doing something outside of work and not just like going home and just chilling and you know relaxing even though that's you know some days that's important but being able to actively do something you know because sometimes I'm just like I get this overwhelming sense of like oh my gosh this is life like I'm I need to live life I need to actually like do things and I feel like there is another like type of pressure to always be doing something but I tend to go towards like okay I wake up, I go to work, I go home, I eat dinner, I chill, and that's it. And so I always need to like push myself to actually do something outside of work. Yeah, totally. And it can be hard, especially some days after work when you're just like, I'm so tired. Like, I just want to scroll and not do anything else. Um, But yeah, it's fun. Honestly, reading is like a really big thing too. I feel like a lot of my friends have gotten super into that. Um, You can start a book club, which is another like free thing um yeah I just joined a book club that my coworker actually put together with some of her friends and some of us at the office and so I'm really excited to do that because that's I'm, I used to love to read I still love to read but I like haven't done it in a while um but I used to read all the time when I was little and so I'm really excited to kind of have a reason to get back into it and I'm hoping it'll kind of pick up and um be something that I like adopt again as something that I really like to do yeah Oh my gosh, that's so fun. Yeah, I need to join a book. I'm super excited. Do you, what book are you guys reading first? You know, yeah. We are reading The Midnight Library, which I've read before and I really enjoyed. Um, it's kind of, I picked it up thinking that it was going to be something that was, you know, just kind of like easy reading, whatever. And it was easy to read, but it was, it's like, kind of like it's a wonderful life type of thing. Oh, and so it kind of made me think a lot. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like reflecting too much. It's it's like so intense um, yeah. to be like, like, how am I living my life? And I was like, this is not what I expected. But I really enjoyed the book. Everyone should read it if they get a chance. Because it, it does kind of make you think and kind of make you like feel like, okay, like what am I doing with my life? Um, as long as you go into it knowing that you're going to be thinking those thoughts. Yeah, I need to put that down on my list. I'm like... I always get so enraptured by books. Like whenever I'm reading a book, I can't think about anything else. And I like dream about the book <laughs> and I'm just like 24 seven, like in that story. It's so fun. I think the reason I don't read as much anymore though, is because like it takes effort as opposed to like watching TV or whatever. Um, you kind of have to like just start, but then once you're into it, it's like, I don't get into TV as much as I do into books, but it's easier to like start watching TV than to pick up a book. So don't know I need to have a little more discipline (laughs) no it's literally like going to the gym like (laughs) you just gotta like start and then once you start you're like so into it but like it's so hard just like getting there and like starting Mm -hmm. yeah so before we wrap up let everybody know where they can find you online or what channels you're on or any of that yeah um everything is under my name Lucia Cordero so I have a YouTube channel which we talked about I'm also on TikTok it's I think it's at Lucia.Cordero and then Instagram is at Lucia.Cordero with an extra O at the end. (laughs) 
because the other one wasn't available. Um, and yeah, those are my three platforms. And yeah, super fun. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was a fun conversation.